If you can screw anybody on this planet, who would it be? Every uh, oh. everybody. Uh, <laughs> what? So many people come into my mind. Oh my god, Edward Norton. Really? The Hulk? Are you kidding me? The Hulk? What the fuck? Or Fight Club, I guess. Okay. He has a way of words. You're ridiculous. You? Me? Who would I fuck? And don't tell me it's the guy from Queer Eye. No, it's not the guy from Queer Eye. Hello, Anthony. I don't know who I would fuck. Are we talking celebrities? Anybody. Yours came pretty quick. And yours is Gerard Butler. <laughs> no, not Gerard Butler. Justin Bieber. Oh, that's gross. Well, hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to our third episode. I'm Elvis. And this is Raymond. And this is the story of us. All right, so today's prompt is the best gift I ever received was. I was trying to think of an an actual gift that I received or something that I was given to, but I couldn't come up with anything. Why is this question so hard for you? Because I was thinking about something tangible. I told you it doesn't have to be tangible. The best gifts are never given during birthdays or holidays. They're spontaneous, like life. That's very, very true. How insightful of you. Yeah, but nothing comes to mind. Okay, let, let, let me rephrase this question to help you out a little bit. If your house was burning down right now, what would be one thing that you would take with you? My computer. <laughs> okay, and was your computer a gift? Yeah, somewhat. I mean, my sister gave me a thousand bucks to buy it. To buy your computer. Yes. So let's explore that because you don't want to explore it. No, we can. Well, you made a face. Well, like, that's because I, I, I kind of already had a gift in mind. I guess. I feel like this is more forced than it is organic, but whatever. Okay. Let's, no, no, no. Let's no, no. I, about... I just thought about it about 20 minutes ago, so it's okay. Okay. So growing up, I've never had a best friend. I've had plenty of friends, but I've never had anybody who I would hang out with who would come over. I was never that like social kid who had best friends. And it wasn't until my senior year in my sixth period class when I sat in front of this girl named Mary Rose. And even though I never really spoke to her, there was just... There was something about her that was very comforting, and we had the, like these awkward moments where I just thought she she was super cool, and we started like somewhat talking, but never nothing ever really came of it because we only started talking towards like the end of the senior year, and after senior year, obviously you don't go back to school, and she had my number and our other friend Fabiola had my number too. And when it came to start college, I wasn't going to go at all. But then she and my friend Fabi got me to go to go to school. So I just went on a whim. I think I started like the third day and I, I met up with them 
and I had no idea what classes I was going to take. And then I saw that there was a photography class and I was like, well, hell, I was like, I like photography, so why not do it? But I didn't want to do it by myself because whether I was scared or whatever. So I convinced Mary Rose to go with me and I convinced her to ditch her accounting classes. And after that, we started taking all these photography classes together and that's what kind of melted our, our, our friendship together. And after that, we started hanging out and she just became like a very positive influence in my life. And that's it. <laughs> so your, your response to the best gift I've ever received was the gift of friendship. Mary, Mary Rose. Why? Um, I've asked you this question before and I think that the response that you gave to me first was better than what you're telling now. Cool. So I'm going to remind you of that. Okay. Where you guys, I think you were waiting for somebody or, and like you were alone and then Mary just started talking to you. Like when did you guys first meet? It was in our English class. Okay. <laughs> so, so what happened? I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Let me, uh, let me try helping you out here. Um, why is Mary's friendship so unique to you? Because we could totally laugh about any, we could totally laugh about nothing and we'd laugh for hours about it. In our classes in college, we used to get kicked out of our classes because we would laugh so much. And it was just something that I've never felt. There's just some comfort in her that. When did you meet Mary? What grade were you in? 12th, senior. You were a senior yes. in high school. Mm -hmm. What did you do before Mary? What do you mean? Who'd you hang out with? Nobody. What What would you do? Like in school or in class or what? Just in life. What 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 I'm hearing from you is I didn't have a best friend up until senior year, so I'm trying to figure Correct. out in my in my head like that's a pretty big deal because you you ask anybody and somebody will always have a friend or somebody who has always been there you know, for them. And mm -hmm. it, I mean, obviously it's never just the same person. Everybody has different friends through different f f uh, phases of their life. But you're telling me that you've never had anybody up until senior year. So that, and that's totally true. And that's why I wanted to say that the gift of my friendship with Mary Rose was like one of the best gifts I have ever received. But I'm trying to lead you to a path here. Because I don't think that you've ever thought about how maybe not having a friend up until senior year in high school mm -hmm. may have changed who you are now or may have impacted, I should say. That's a very, that's a very long time to not have somebody to talk to 
or to hang out with at school or, you know, somebody that can relate to you or. So that's why I'm asking, like, what'd you do before Mary? Would you talk to What would you? I had other friends for sure that, but they weren't as close as I am with Mary. I, who would you talk to when you had an issue with life? I've had, well, like the people, like actual names. I've had friends, but they were never as close. I'm, there's a few, a handful of friends who I would speak with issues, ninth grade. Let me rephrase. Who would you depend on? Nobody. If you had a life or death situation where you needed the advice of somebody, who would you ask? Nobody. It was my mom or my sister. Really? Yes. So what would you do when, like in elementary school? Let's start off in elementary. This is very interesting to me because I've never met anybody who's never had a best friend from like, the the start of you know social communication you know everybody has had at least one best friend in elementary school and middle school and high school college and those people are the ones that eventually shape the person that you ultimately become because people that don't have anybody to rely on grow up to be severely introverted i feel Mm -hmm. and they can't trust anybody so i'm wondering in elementary school like you never I was extremely antisocial and I kept to myself and I was shy. I mean, I knew almost everybody in the class, but never to a more personal level. Okay. And how about in middle school? Same thing. A lot of it had to revolve around me knowing I was gay and not being, I guess, being insecure about that. Kind of had my walls up. Okay. And how about high school? Same exact thing. I've never had that close connection with anybody. And you've never really thought about this? No, I definitely have. But obviously I knew it was because of the whole gay thing. And I mean, that's one thing. I mean, like as a kid, I was, I was depressed as well. Did you ever reach out via chat, like chat rooms, forums? Did you ever try reaching out to people? No, no, no. Interesting. Okay. So how, what, how did you notice a difference after you met Mary in your, your life or your personality? Or did you feel like eventually like developing that? friendship with somebody oh hell yeah because i i think after college or or when when i started college that's when i started like hanging out going out places mary was one of the first people to invite me to go out to dinner with other friends with her friends and i had never really ventured out too much so you feel like having a best friend really uh oh more definitely changed the course of my path of like which way it could have gone so do you feel that maybe if you would have 
been friends with Mary sooner. Like, let's say, like, if you if you two oh, went my child, to, like, my... yeah, if 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 you were childhood friends, mm-hmm. do you think you would have ultimately been a different person now? I think so. How um, so? Well, I definitely would have been happier as a kid having someone to confide in or hang out with out of school. But eventually I feel like we would kind of be on the same path, maybe still doing art things and photo things together. But I I think mentally I'd be in a happier state earlier on in my life. Okay. So would you agree that Mary has been your best friend since you guys met like today she's still your best friend oh of course yes and if you ever needed anything like you would one thousand percent you can depend on her i can depend on her that's good do you think that she would say that you're her best friend yeah (sighs) (laughs) yes (laughs) but how do you know we all have a couple best friends but no, you only have one. No. That's, that, that's You don't have a best, best friend and a best, best, best friend. You have one best friend. We can have more than one. I guess. I never, I, you know, I never, I never asked that question from you before. If I just, that's one of the things that you just assume that people have always had like a best friend. And it's sad. It's super sad when I think about it. But now, obviously, I don't think about it so in the past. Try to. Yeah. For me, I mean, at, at, at points, it does help me understand things. And I'm super grateful with for how it turned out. There was like advice that you can give your younger self. What would it be? Don't be scared. And of what in particular? Of anything. Fear is not fear. Fear is non-existent. It shouldn't at all control you because it's not real. Would you encourage like your younger self to definitely like be more social with people. Oh, of course. Yes. Well, I mean, I was, I was social as well, but I think, I think ultimately it would be to don't be so judgmental of yourself. Do you think maybe having a friend would have, Made you not so judgmental yes. or so hard on yourself. Yes, of it seems like you were just very because, hard on yourself. Just because, I mean, going through, like, obviously growing up, going through your teenager years, puberty, most most kids will obviously be able to talk with one another and be like, oh, obviously I'm not going, in through, going through this alone. But me by myself, I didn't talk to my sister much about it or my mom. It was just me doing everything by myself and not having anyone to confide in. So I always thought that, that maybe your sister was your best friend. Cause I know you, you two have always had a, a very tight relationship. I never had that with anybody like in my family. My family is very, very closed off from one another. Yeah. I was close to my sister, but I mean, obviously she's, she's going through her teenager years, angst and all those things where she doesn't want to be around family because she wants to like go out with friends and how far apart were you? We're just two years, two years apart. Yes. Uh, that makes sense, I guess. So obviously she was doing her own thing and I was locked up in my room, just 
watching episodes of Friends. <laughs> I think um, my best gift that I received was... Uh, well, I don't want to say first. I, I want to premise this by saying that... Um, much like you... Um, I never really thought about friends in that context of having somebody to to really talk to or speak to. Um, in elementary school, I had friends, but I was very I was very peppy. I feel like um, so I had multiple friends, but I didn't have one best friend that I would invite over to my house. Mm-hmm. I didn't really go to anybody else's houses. Um, and I think partly it was because like my parents are, were very protective of me. Um, but of course, like if I wanted to go out to like a birthday party or something, they would, they would let me, but they weren't very encouraging of saying, Hey, you know, invite some of your friends over or mm-hmm. they weren't very, uh, I don't want to say they weren't very supportive because I feel like that's a very bad thing, to, thing say. to say. Yeah. Um, but I definitely don't think that they engage that idea. Mm-hmm. My parents were more of the of the people that they're like, you know, only trust yourself, never trust other people. And I think that's what they were trying to protect me from. Mm-hmm. Um, very bad advice, I think, for, well, for a little I, kid. I, I, that, that too. But as parents, I can see how obviously you don't want you to see your child get hurt. Uh, yeah, like I, that, I, so I, I get I it. I think they were coming from like somewhat of a good place. Yeah, but psychologically, it's not good. Oh, yeah. And um, in middle school, um, that's when I kind of started having like more, more of like a best friend. But um, – I had, it was the same thing. Like I had multiple good friends. I had friends. I had good friends. Um, But I don't think I ever had like a best friend, like somebody that I really like spoke to about things up until high school. I think it was high school when, when um, I started really getting like a best friend, but it was something that happened on its own, but I didn't realize this because if you were to ask me right now who who my best friend was in high school, I would tell you one name. But if you were to ask me at the moment when I was in high school mm-hmm. who was my best friend, I would tell you something completely different. Interesting. Why is that? Um, I think it's because I had my I had my own little weird click going on, and you know I had I had. Two very good friends, which was Vanessa, who was my, at the time, this is what I mean, is at the time I would consider her my best friend because she was the one that I had multiple classes on. She would be the one that I would cheat, like, you know, from. And, <laughs> Here's the answers. And she she would, uh, if I had, a, I think if I had like a problem or something, she would like give me advice. Um, and my other friend was Sophie, who now has turned into one of my better friends. Mm-hmm. I don't, I no longer speak to Vanessa. Okay. If you were to ask me right now, in, like at this moment, who I think was my best friend in, in high school, if I were to nominate one person, it wouldn't be Vanessa or it wouldn't be Sophie. I think it would be Miguel. Mm-hmm. And this is where it kind of segues into the gift that I received because um, Miguel was with me throughout the time that I came out. And the reason why I would pull him into 
into this web is because um, I think I would relate to him because he came out as bi to me first. I think he was the only person at that time who had ever like came out as bi. Mm-hmm. Even before I realized what gay was in my mind, you know, and um, at the time he had like his own crushes that he was going to through and he would talk to me about. And then when, when I met uh, the guy that would eventually, I would have like relations with, um, it, it started off at a very bad place. And this whole thing would unreal like a soap opera. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I met this guy who was, um, best friends with my other good friend, Sarah and Sarah and this guy was, they, they grew up together and me and Sarah would hang out obsessively. Mm -hmm. Um, she was not in my clique. She was in her own clique, but she, she was like a very fun person to hang around with. Like, I, I feel like she, Sarah was the, the person that really brought out the best in me and very, like the happiest moments I've ever had in high school were with Sarah, which mm-hmm. is very weird that she wasn't my best friend, but she was a very good friend. But um, when I went through my whole gay thing with her, with her best friend, um, I thought that it was very, it was not coming from a very genuine place. I thought what do that you mean, was. What do you mean, like the whole gay thing? Because. Like this a relationship type of thing. Or yeah, like, oh. I, I I thought that this guy was was out to get me because I wasn't gay. I I didn't think I was gay, and this guy started hitting on me, and I thought that he honestly was out to like prove something, or I I thought he wanted to start rumors about me. Okay. In other words, um, so I thought I would fuck with him back, and I would play the part of like a gay guy, and you know try out. I would try outing him in the long run. And as you know, like it ended up not happening that way. Like I ended up falling for him, and then that's when I found out that I was gay. That's but, so interesting. That yeah, but it's it, it's a it's a story for a different okay, time. That's true. But it was a very it was it was a very long story and a very emotional yes. roller coaster for me. Okay, so this gift. Yes. Towards the end of high school, when this was all unraveling. Um, there was a, there was a moment where, um, things with me and him were very much falling apart. Um, even though I started the thing off with very bad intentions, I think I grew to love him in such like an incredible way, but it was very clear that he did not feel that way about me. I remember those, the, there was this one day before school started that he had given Sarah a note to give to me to explain himself. And that was our thing. Like we used to give her notes to kind of like pass around, you know, it was. I wonder if she liked doing that. Uh, yeah. Cause she would read them and, you know, she, she liked the, she liked the, the drama. drama of it. And um, when she gave me that letter on this particular morning, I, that was the only time where I, where I said, I don't want to read it. And I kind of regret that now because I feel like that letter would have answered a lot of my, um, a lot of my doubts about like why he did what he did and you closure. Know, it would have given me closure, but I told her just to, to keep that shit. I didn't want to, I didn't want to read it, but, and then she gave me a CD and this is a gift that, that I would 
that I would always value because up until this point, no one had ever given me like a gift that was like from the heart. And she, um, I didn't know it at the time. She, she was just like, oh, I made you this mixed CD. Um, and it had like a little smiley face on it that she had drawn on with mascara. And when I played it, it had like all the songs that would like, that we would listen to. Mm-hmm. And who's we? Me and her. Okay. Like it, it had like all the bands and all the songs that we would like joke around mm-hmm. with or listen to. And I would consider that CD like the soundtrack of my whole high school years. And I didn't think she she realized it when she first um when she first made it, but I don't think like up until that point anybody had ever like given me a gift that thoughtful. Yeah, I think she she just did it because she she had nothing else to do and she was like, you know, um I have nothing else to do, so I'm going to fucking do this mm-hmm. and and she ended up just giving it to me. But I listened to that song uh to that CD so much that it eventually became scratched and mm-hmm. I think that I listened to it so much too that there was one point where I can list all the songs in order. Mm-hmm. Because can you still that do that n- now? No, not anymore. I tried recreating the playlist on Spotify. I'm but curious about that. There were some songs on there that I don't remember. Um, there, there are a couple of times where I, like I'm like on the radio and I hear a song and I was like, oh yeah, that, that song was on the CD and it obviously brings me back. But I don't have the CD anymore because um, a couple of years ago I decided, you know what, like this this thing has been with me for so long. Mm-hmm. This CD, along with all of the other shit that I still had from that time. And I put everything in like a little shoe box and like, I had it like wrapped up so I wouldn't like keep looking at it. And, um, I ended up giving it to Chris and Sophie, um, who we, who I'm still in deep connections with. They're, they're my high school friends. And, um, I told them to, to just keep it. And I think eventually they ended up throwing it away. Sounds good. <laughs> I think the grandma, or their grandma, like ended up finding it or something and mm-hmm. ended throwing it away. But a lot of, um, my high school memories, including that Steve was in that box. So there's, mm-hmm. uh, there's no way, like I would never hear those songs again or. How do you feel about that? Um, you know, I, I don't very, I don't, I don't care about it that much anymore um only because i feel like i've really moved on from it and i think that if i still had that cd i wouldn't listen to it mm-hmm. you know okay it was a very it was in very bad shape but you know i still have some of, i still remember some of the my favorite songs that were on that cd i have it on my spotify playlist that I, that's the playlist that i have that says high school memories on mm-hmm. it that's those songs that are on that playlist were on that cd um, but that's why, like, when somebody ever says, you know, what, what's the most thoughtful gift anybody has ever thought or give given to you, I always think about that CD only because it, it, for me, it has that connection of, of my high school, like that moment where I came out and I had my first like real relationship and how it just went incredibly bad and how I still believe that that whole moment kind of shaped who I am today and how I think of myself and how I present myself and just like my 
my ethics and morals, like that was a very defining moment for me. And that CD, that soundtrack is what, what I think about, you know? Um, It's interesting to hear that it's not a gift that you still have, but it was a gift then at that moment. It's, it's, it's still a gift in my heart because even though I don't have that physical, the physical CD, it's, it, I think it's more of the thought that has remained the Mm -hmm. gift. Um, because like I said, there's out of all the people that have come into my life and out of all the people that I have helped in my life, no one has ever given me like a, like a, like a, like a gift that says like, Hey, you know, I got this for you or I gave this to you because it reminded me of that one time I spent with you or yeah, I got this gift because it just reminded me of you. You know, I've gotten gifts that are like, um, I got this because I know you like it Mm -hmm. or, you know, it's like a birthday or, you know, somebody gives you something that's like, Hey, I thought you might like this. Um, I thought of you, but it's not something that really says, uh, this is from me to you and I got this because it truly means something to me and it's not only about the gift, it's about us. Yeah. And you know, if, if I never get a gift like that for the rest of my life, I'd be fine with it. Like I said, that CD will always like be that one gift that I always like, We'll always remember. And Sarah and I don't talk anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that after after high school, that whole um, that whole experience really kind of fucked. It changes everything. you, yeah. It, person, it, so. it, yeah, and um, yeah, it 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 was really fucked up. Like I I think that if I, if I could, I would try to fix that friendship. But I know truly I can't because she still has connections with. So and so with yeah with the guy that I saw I I can't go I can't go back because I I think it it it's one of those things where it's gonna open up like Pandora's box again. You and think then, so? And yeah, it's I know gonna, that, that I know that's a conversation for like some other time, but that's interesting to hear. Yeah, well, that's for another yeah. time. Well, that that was my gift a CD, a mixed CD, mm-hmm. and then your gift was a gift of friendship. So it was a gift of Mary Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Mary. <laughs> well, uh, that's it. We spent 30 minutes just talking about that. Did it feel like 30 minutes? Are you? It didn't. Are you? That was quick. I'm, I'm pretty happy with. That's with good. That. Are you a little bit less freaked out? You always get freaked out when I, whenever we have to record. It gets me so anxious. Yeah, well, we're done. Thank you for listening, and until next time. This week we saw three movies, and this is my favorite part of the podcast. We saw... The Sun is Also a Star. And that was it. We saw Brightburn and Aladdin. So how would you rate those movies? The Sun is Also a Star was super cringy, but so cheesy that I loved it. It really wasn't that good. I liked it. It was very poorly pieced together, I think. So out of, out of uh, four stars, one, uh, two, four. Three or four. Five stars then. Five. Two. Two stars. Yes. Oof. Okay. Bright burn. Good. <laughs> One through five. Five. Okay. And Aladdin? Ten.
What the f- That was so good. Okay. Uh, the Sun is also star for me. I think it was a 2. Brightburn. I think it was a 10. 10 stars. Best horror movie I've seen in a very long time. And then Aladdin was uh, like a 3. I would definitely recommend Brightburn to anybody. 